This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. guys, it's Austin here. Today we're on the fourth part of the World Series. Today we'll be doing Africa. Egypt is one of the three most oldest countries, second after China. And Egypt has one still standing of the seven world wonders. Egypt is the third most populous countries in Africa with 102 million. Egypt is one of the most important countries in the world because of the Suez Canal and the Nile River. The Serengeti ecosystem is a geographical region in Africa spanning northern Tanzania. The protected area within the region includes approximately 30,000 kilometres squared of land including the Serengeti National Park and several game reserves. Victoria Falls is a town in western Zimbabwe and a gateway to the massive waterfall of the same name here. Here, the Zambezi River plummets over a cliff into the boiling pot before flowing in a series of gorges. The Devil's Pool, a natural infinity pool, is on the edge of a sheer drop, spanning the river is 1905 Victoria Falls Bridge. The surrounding Zambezi National Park is home to the white rhinos and elephants. African elephants are a genus comprising two living elephant species, the African bush elephant and the smaller African forest elephant. Both are social herbivores with grey skin that differ in the size and the colour of their tusks and then the shape of the size of the ears and skulls. The height of an African bush elephant is 3.2 metres. Huge. Algeria, officially the People's Democratic Republic of Algeria, is a country in North Africa. Algeria is bordered to the northeast by Tunisia, to the east by Libya, and the southeast by Niger. To the southwest by Mali, Mauritania, and Western Sahara to the west by Morocco, and the north by the Mediterranean Sea. It is considered part of the Maghreb region of the North Africa and has semi-arid geography, with most of the population living in the fertile north in the Sahara, dominating the, country, the geography of the south. Algeria covers an area of 2.3 million square kilometres making it to the world's 10th largest nation by area and the largest nation in Africa, being more than 200 times larger as the smallest country in the continent, the Gambia, with a population of 44 million. Algeria is the ninth most, po- most populous country in Africa and the 32 second most populous country in the world. The capital and the largest city is Algiers, located in the far north of the Mediterranean coast. That was my facts of Africa today.
Bye guys, see you next time. or some for me. ago, in the days when trolls wandered the earth, in a faraway land, there lived a big, hairy troll with lots of sharp yellow teeth and a huge red beard. Now, this troll wandered through the land, spreading fear wherever he went and eating whoever crossed his path. He had a huge appetite and he was always hungry. He didn't care what he ate so long as it was fresh. He ate dogs and cats and chickens and children and even grown-ups. But his favourite dinner of all was goat. One day, he decided that he'd been roaming around for long enough. 
he wanted to settle down and make a home somewhere. He searched high and low. He found a cave, but it was already full of trolls. He found a tree house, but a family of dwarfs had taken it. Then, at last, he found the perfect home under a wooden bridge that crossed a river. On one side of the bridge was a rocky road that led up to the mountain village, and on the other side was a green, grassy meadow. Many people used the bridge to get across the river. The troll would eat up anyone who crossed the bridge. The children used to love to play under the bridge and go fishing in the river, but they were very frightened of the troll, so they stopped coming to the river. Nobody from the village used the bridge any more. Only strangers passing through would cross the bridge, and they never lived to tell the tale. Now, one day, three goats came down from the rocky mountainside, searching for a green grassy meadow. They were the three Billy Goats Gruff: Mummy Goat Gruff, Daddy Goat Gruff, and Baby Goat Gruff. They had been walking for many miles and were very hungry. Suddenly, Baby Goat Gruff spotted the bridge and the meadow on the other side. He tripped down the mountainside and galloped towards the bridge. His little hooves clattered on the wooden bridge. The troll was sleeping, but when he heard the clip clop of Baby Goat Gruff's hooves, he awoke with a start and clambered onto the bridge. He roared. Who dares to try and cross my bridge? Baby Goat Gruff was filled with terror, and squeaked, "It's only me, Baby Goat Gruff. Please let me cross the bridge to the other side." The troll licked his lips and said, "Mmm, you would make a very tasty dinner. I'm going to eat you up." Baby Goat Gruff trembled with fear and said, "Please, Mister Troll, don't eat me. I'm only tiny. Why don't you wait for Mummy Goat Gruff? She's much bigger than me." The troll had to agree that there wasn't much meat on Baby Goat Gruff, so he let him pass. Baby Goat Gruff scampered over the bridge and into the meadow. Where he tucked into the delicious green grass. When Mummy Goat Gruff saw that Baby Goat Gruff had got over the bridge safely, she stepped onto the bridge. Her hooves went clip, clip, clop on the wooden bridge. At once, the troll appeared, his nostrils flaring and red beard wagging. Who dares to cross my bridge? He roared. It's only me," said Mummy Goat Gruff in a little voice. "I only want to cross the bridge so I can get to the meadow on the other side." The troll licked his lips and said, "Hmm, you would make a tasty dinner. I'm going to eat you up." And he opened his wide mouth. And showed his huge yellow teeth. Mummy Goat Gruff 
trembled with fear and said, Please, Mr. Troll, don't eat me. I'm only small. Why don't you wait for Daddy Goat Graff? He's much bigger than me. The troll looked at Mummy Goat Gruff. He had to admit she was only a medium-sized goat and he was very hungry, so he let her pass. Mummy Goat Gruff scampered over the bridge, kicked her heels up and trotted into the meadow and started to eat the delicious crisp green grass. When Daddy Goat Gruff saw that both Mummy Goat Gruff and Baby Goat Gruff had crossed safely over the bridge, he trotted down the mountainside and stepped onto the bridge. His hooves went clomp, climp, clomp on the wooden bridge. At once, the troll clambered onto the bridge and stood in front of Daddy Goat Gruff, blocking his path. Who dares to cross my bridge? roared the troll. Daddy Goat Gruff lowered his two large horns and stared at the troll. It's me, Daddy Goat Gruff, he said in his deep, goaty voice. Mmm, said the troll. You will make a very big, tasty dinner. I'm going to eat you up. And he licked his lips and opened his wide mouth, showing his big yellow teeth. But Daddy Goat Gruff just stared at him. He wasn't scared of the troll. Oh, no, you're not, said Daddy Goat Gruff, because I'm going to eat you up. And with that, he charged at the troll. He galloped towards him with his big horns lowered, and with all his force, he butted the troll. The troll flew high into the air and landed with a thump on the bridge. You don't scare me, he bellowed at Daddy Goat Gruff. He pulled out a heavy club from his belt. Daddy Goat Gruff turned his back on the troll and took a step back towards the mountainside. The troll walked towards Daddy Goat Gruff. Thump, thump, thump. I've got you now, he cackled. He raised the heavy wooden club above his head and just as it was about to hit Daddy Goat Gruff on the back, Daddy Goat Gruff kicked up his back legs. His hooves went crunch on the troll's nose. Oh! he wailed. Oh, my nose! The troll spun round and clutched his nose Daddy Goat Gruff took this chance to charge at him again. He galloped down the bridge, and with his big horns lowered, he tossed the troll high into the air. This time the troll landed in the river with a huge splash. The current was very strong, and the troll couldn't swim. He was carried away by the rushing water. Daddy Goat Gruff trotted into the meadow where Mummy Goat Gruff and Baby Goat Gruff were happily eating the delicious crisp green grass. Look, said Daddy Goat Gruff, look at the troll in the water. 
and the three billy goats gruff watched the troll being carried away by the fast-flowing river. Then they kicked up their heels and trotted away to enjoy the delicious crisp green grass. And from that day on, the people from the nearby village could come and go as they pleased across the bridge. And once again, the children came to play under the bridge and to fish in the river. And the three billy goats gruff spent their days happily eating the grass in the meadow. Tiny bird, my name is Tweety Pie. I live inside my bird cage, uh, hanging way up high. I like to swing upon my perch and sing my little song. But there's a cat that's after me and won't let me alone. I tore, I tore a putty tap, a tweepin' upon me. I did, I tore a putty tap as plain as he could be. I am that great big battle cat, Sylvester is my name. I only have one aim in life, and that is very plain. I want to catch that little bird and eat him right away. But just as I get close to him, this is what he'll say. I caught a tall putty cat creeping upon me. You bet he saw putty cat. That putty cat is me. He's very bad, he sneaks up from behind I don't think I would like it if I knew what's on his mind I have a strong suspicion that his plans for me aren't good I am inclined to think that he would eat me if he could That sweetie pie when he leaves his cage. But I can never catch him. It throws me in a rage. You bet I'd eat that little bird if I could just get near. But every time that I approach, this is all I hear. I tore, I tore a putty cat a tweeping up on me. I did, I tore a putty cat as plain as he could be. And when I sing that little song, my mistress knows he's back. She grabs her broom and wings it down upon Sylvester's back. So listen, you bad putty cat, let's both be friends, you see. My mistress will not chase you if you sing this song with me. Come on. 
one now, like a good cat. Oh, all right. Suffer and suck a tag. I tore, I tore the pony cat that creeped up on me. I did, I tore a pony cat as plain as he could be. Tree hut. Dad helped me build a hut in our oak tree. The tree is very old and has big thick branches. Near the top there's a fork which was ideal for placing a strong board for the floor. We built up the walls on three sides and a roof with hardboard that Dad had in the shed and I painted the inside a bright yellow with some paint Dad had left over from painting the kitchen. We made a rope ladder and tied it to the fork in the tree so that I could climb up beside my hut and then leap into it. From the open side, I had a good view of everything that travelled along the road beside our farm. I could see across the paddocks to the mountains in the distance. In the springtime, they are green. In the winter, they are white with snow. And in a dry summer, they are a golden brown like my teddy bear. I loved to read my books and sketch the things I saw. It was peaceful and quiet high up there among the leaves. Birds built nests in the branches around me, and I could hear them twittering among themselves. I watched a family of starlings in the spring. There were four blue eggs in the nest, and when the naked babies hatched, I watched the mother feed them with worms she carried up from the lawn. As the babies became bigger, and their feathers grew, they tentatively tried out their small wings and learnt to fly. When the nest became too small for them, they left the nest and perched in the branches. Sometimes a bird came to visit me while I was sitting in the hut. If I had sandwiches or fruit, I'd give them scraps, which they'd gobble up and then fly away. One day our cat Smokey climbed the tree, probably looking for me. He climbed up the trunk and hopped from branch to branch until he reached my hut. He jumped in and curled up on a cushion beside me. A bird came to visit, but quickly flew away when it saw Smokey. But he didn't stir. He was comfortably sleeping. Last week there was a storm. I was sitting in my hut watching the sky. It had been blue earlier but it became darker as grey clouds came up over the mountains and blew across the sky until they were overhead. With them came the wind. It was gentle at first and rustled the leaves. Then it became stronger and the branches began to sway. Dad called out to me, You had better climb down and come inside. A storm is brewing. The wind became stronger and the rain started to pelt down on the leaves, making a pattering sound. 
I was getting soaked and my hands were slippery as I tried to grab the rope ladder. It was swaying about in the wind. A loud crack startled me as I caught hold of the ladder. A branch had broken off and fallen on the roof of my hut and had just missed me. I felt around with my feet for the top rung. The ladder was becoming tangled up in the branches as the wind tossed it about. Dad was standing beneath the tree watching me and calling out to me to be careful and watch my step. At last I reached the ground and hurried inside the house with Dad. The storm lasted all day and into the night, but the next morning the sky was a clear blue. Debris littered our garden and broken branches lay across the lawn. I looked up into the oak tree to see my tree hut. The roof had caved in and two of the walls were split and the soaking wet rope ladder was hanging limply. Never mind, Dad said, we'll build another hut. He climbed the ladder and threw down the broken boards. We bought new boards and together we built a bigger, stronger tree hut. We wedged it firmly into the branches and secured the ladder to the floor. Now I have a better, stronger tree hut and the birds visit me if Smokey isn't there. Soon it will be winter and the tree will lose its leaves. My tree hut will be visible for all to see instead of being hidden away in the branches. I will go up there on fine days and if it's cold I have warm rugs and mum made me some soft cushions. I call my tree hut my hideaway. It's great to have a place of my own where I can keep my treasures and spend time by myself. My only visitors are Smokey and the birds. I guess that one day I'll be too big for my hut. Then I'll have to find another hideaway. I can't think where that would be. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.